sang this song to me. There was a message in his melody, sweetest lyrics that I ever heard. There's a message in the songs of birds. Tomorrow is another day. Living is the only way. Tomorrow's gonna ever come. Listen to the words of the song. Everything is gonna be Greetings and welcome to a sip of inspiration. I'm Stephanie Wilson Coleman, known as the Empowerment Doctor. And for those who are listening now and those who are listening in the future, I want to thank you guys for joining in. And as usual, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. My guest today is Daniel Outen, but before we go through that, I'm reminded to do some housekeeping. So if you're watching this now, you're watching this both on my Facebook personal page and my Facebook business page and YouTube. So say yay, because we figured it out finally. Uh, later on, it will be uploaded to every place that you watch podcasts. If you want additional information, you can see my website at the bottom is champagneconnection.com. And that is champagne like the liquor and connection is singular. And you can go out there and play around with some classes and some courses and long courses too, y'all. 13 weeks, I'm not kidding. And you can buy some merchandise and you can just have a good time out there. My books and my newer book is available on that website too. So just look around. And if there's something that's missing, let me know. I'll be happy to fix it. So now joining me is Daniel Loudon. And he's my new best friend, y'all, because he's going to teach us all some information about how to eat better. Health is our number one priority. And that's what he says. And that's what he believes. And not only is it what he's believed, he's lived it his whole life, which actually makes him an expert. So Daniel is from Millersburg, Ohio. So, and he's an entrepreneur, food enthusiast, and also the CEO of a company called Nature's Warehouse. He's a believer in natural resources and supplements, and the company is dedicated in promoting natural health. He specializes in resources for mothers, fathers, and individuals to make their own informed decisions about their health and the health of their family. So thank you, Daniel, for agreeing to be here with me today. I am so excited. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm, I'm excited too. Like, I, like you said, Nature's Warehouse um, is, where, is where I work. I'm the CEO. I'm in partnership with my brother, second generation business, 25 years. Um, but we've been living this. I'm oh, I just, just over 45 now. And I, I like to tell people I'm certified organic, meaning that I've always been this way ever since I was uh, in my mom's eye. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's been a lifestyle. Now I did, like I uh, we talked a little bit before, I did stray for a short while and my health um, crashed because of that. And uh, so, yeah, I live it every day. So you were born into this. So tell us a little bit about how that looks. Uh, it's, it's, uh, not fun. <laughs> so, I, you know, um, you, you go to Sunday school and everybody gets a sucker and you know, you have to put yours in your pocket to give it to mom because you'll get in trouble. Uh, you know, go to a birthday party. 
sometimes she'd let me have a sliver of cake, but most times I didn't it, like we, my mom was extreme. She, she lived it to extreme. When people came to our house, they, a lot of times, uh, didn't know how to handle the eating there because of, uh, it was different. <laughs> <laughs> so it was different, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was good. It was good. They, they moved out of the city, uh, to, to the country. They, so my parents, I was born in Detroit, Michigan. Okay. Um, right before tar- Detroit, Minish- uh, Michigan got, well, right as it was getting really, really bad. My, both my parents had had a, had a rough ride through their high school and early twenties. They met there, got married there. And, and when they, they didn't want to raise us kids there. So they moved us out to the country and we tried homesteading. We eventually tried farming. We, um, tried living on the land and, and for a young, a young man, that was, that was a life that just, you know, you couldn't beat riding your bike and, you know, having cows and they, they bought our ponies and chickens and we did it. We did it all goats. I milked goats as long as I can remember. So I, I, I laugh because I grew up with chickens and turkeys in my yard too. So, so I understand you. That's an experience that you, you can't, you can't help anybody understand how much fun that is. That's a lot. Yeah. Of fun. So. Yeah. It, it, it is uh living, living, especially for boys. I think girls can do a little bit like, uh, I, I have four sisters. I'm the oldest of seven, four sisters. I, it was me and then four girls. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then the last, then, so, um, I had a couple tomboy sisters who were out there with me and then a couple that, you know, were little angels in the house. So we didn't see them much outside. We all had to help with chores though. When it came time for collecting eggs and chores and that type of thing, we all had our responsibilities. I think that's great. I think that's a fun way to be raised. So how is our health being affected by food and Judging by the length of time you've been in the industry of healthy mm-hmm. eating, mm-hmm. I mean, we are aware of it now, but it seems like it's been affecting our health for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's been, it's, it's been a while that, that the, the, the devaluation, I like to put it, the devaluation of food mm-hmm. when in, in the, you know, right after world war two, we were all about as a country, we were all about doing things better. You know, we were making better cars, making uh, factories were getting, everything was better, better than, than we had the devaluation of the dollar in, in the early seventies. And then followed following that, we had the devaluation of food where it was more about how can I get more money out of the food? So then we started putting more breading on the chicken. We started putting, less healthy breading on the chicken. We started coming up with sodas that had a lot of sugar, mm-hmm. you know, sugar was cheap. It was whatever was cheaper, whatever made the corporation more. And that has, that started in, I believe right around mid seventies, I suppose it's always been a thing, but in America, our food went downhill. Then you got late eighties when the GMOs and, and farmers started getting more into it um 2000s when they started shooting cows in, in animals with hormones to make them produce yes. more yes. um I, you know and i spent my teen years working on dairy farms 
I think by the time I was 20, I figured out one time I'd worked on 30 different dairy farms, you know, somewhere like weekend chores, helping make hay in the summer, that type of thing. And I see both spectrums of that. But I have personally, you know, people talk about that stuff. Does it really happen? Yes, I personally helped shoot cows with, with, with hormones that would make them produce more milk or, you know, fed chicken, seeing the, the feed going into the chickens that with the growth hormones, it, this stuff's going on. And yes, chickens are unbelievable. We used to take 60 months to grow a full grown chicken. Now we're doing it in six weeks. And, you know, but the quality wasn't there. The health wasn't there. Is there a residue of these things? No studies were being done. That That's how we got here. So is organic really better? Because we seem to have a movement now toward everything is organic. Yeah. So we really know if that's better. So... Yes, I always get that. I get that question so much. And, okay. and that's a, it's a great question because, yes, it is. It is so important, okay? And organic is so important. I eat as much as possible organic. Everything I have in my house, my fridge is, is organic. Now, that being said, organic is only good as the chain of custody, the people that touch it. So... If I am given the choice to buy organic or to buy from a local farmer, or you're talking about those gardens somewhere, I know the chain of custody, like who touched it. Mm -hmm. And um, then I would much rather that than organic because I don't always know who grew these pineapples and, and, and what, what, you know, it came from another country. Does that country give our standards? Does it have our inspections? You know, why I get so touchy about this is because I know local farmers. I, I travel a lot from our different warehouses and we have a warehouse in Indiana. We have a warehouse in Pennsylvania. I live in Ohio. So I've all these places. I talk to a lot of farmers. I am yet to meet a farmer that can grow organic garlic less than $5 a pound. Sell it to me at $5 a pound. When I started telling the story, I'm not sure what garlic is right now, but when I started telling, telling the story, um, the garlic at, at Aldi's was 59 cents a pound. They were selling it for 59 cents a pound. Organic garlic, 59 cents a pound. But it was from China. So right. That's impossible to buy garlic at 59 cents a pound. So exactly. So if they're following the standards of, of organic, yes. And if I find out that uh, you know, corn is a big, big thing that I won't go corn is is you know, is mostly local. Most of the corn we're getting is, is grown out west, and there's a big difference in the chain of custody. They're following US inspections and all the stuff. You're pretty sure. Garlic, I'm not so sure. So, if that does that answer your question? <laughs> yes, that does. That answers my question. So, we really do have to be concerned about the chain of custody. And yeah. you're right. A lot of people do have uh, farmers around, mm -hmm. even in big cities like Chicago. We've got uh, people who are growing our organic gardens. Mm -hmm. So, be sure if you're listening to reach out to those and to reach out to your local yeah. farmers. I had never heard before this. You went in a little bit to that. And, and I'm going to be doing some research after that because I'm always in these talks and I, I've done a lot of them with people in the city and, and, and never somebody from, from Chicago that comes to my mind right now. But if they did, they never brought it to my attention that uh, there was that type of that, that you had those opportunities there. That's not in a lot of cities. So that's an amazing thing you have there. 
Well, I I happened to go on a foraging hike with some people. So that's how I found it. So I don't, I don't know that they're standing out for everyone, but they took us to uh, several when we were foraging, trying to figure out what you can eat that grows wild and what you cannot eat from what's going, what, go, what grows wild. Because, you know, so I like my food natural, but in yeah. case something happens, I need to know what I can eat uh, that grows wild and not so. I love it. I yeah. love it. And we have farmers markets too here, uh, where they come from farms uh, out okay. of Michigan and Ohio, and they mm-hmm. they're here all summer. And uh, oh, just the taste of the food is just can I, different. Can I speak into that a little bit? Yes. Farmers markets are a great way to connect, where you don't even have to drive out of the city. Um, you can most times if a, if somebody's bringing in produce or something like that, they're probably driving home. And they probably got chickens and, and they're growing stuff for themselves and they know other people. They're in a network of people that have, let's say you like lamb and, you know, once again, a lot of lamb has just full of GMOs and all that type of thing. It's not healthy. GMOs is, you don't even want to get me started on GMOs because it's so awful and then what it does for you. And, and, and anything that's fed corn, 87% of the corn in America has GMOs in it. A, 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 most animals diet unless it's grass fed and it's they're saying it's grass fed is has a high level of corn in it varying but a high level so it's corn is the fat one of the fastest things to fatten up an animal so it's unhealthy if it's just on the open market go to the farmer they say we hardly feed any corn if we do we make sure it's non-gmo we don't spray our you know, and you can meet somebody at the farm at the farmers market that'll connect you with somebody, or maybe they they're growing that stuff at home. They're they're part of a network of people that are doing that in helping each other. That's the lifestyle. And he's right because I get my mushrooms sent in from a farmer that I've met at the farmers market here from uh, from Michigan. It's like it's wonderful. So I make sure when they come, I go too. So uh, that's true. And. Those of you listening, please, please pay attention uh, to what you're buying, even when you're in the store. Make sure that you are you even research what they say is organic, because organic is not necessarily organic. So, how can we break free from this system and live happier and healthier? Now, I know you mentioned a meeting the. Uh, the farmers here that we come in contact with. So is there any other way we could do that so that we can become happier and healthier? Well, you know, there is, um, I think education is, is just, is, is where that comes down to educating yourself, these type of things, um, where, where you listen and learn, there are, a lot of publications there's youtube videos or where where people are going on they're talking about this stuff you can follow it on facebook there is large groups on on um instagram on instagram of people that are you know i recently i was at a conference i spoke at a conference in uh southern ohio or central ohio it was a homesteaders conference where they were bringing together a lot of people that are looking for customers like in your in your crowd and they're also just looking to live off the land a lot of new people that just moved out of the city like trying to that's where they you know the experienced ones don't go to these things but anyhow they had a lady there that was a um, 
she was a canner. She was famous. She had millions, I don't remember, 17 million followers or something on TikTok from canning. People have got on and watched her. She brought a huge, that tent was packed when she spoke uh, about canning and preserving food. Couldn't believe it. So th there's a lot of education out there. This, you know, search it out. I just, I'm laughing and I'm thinking, man, if my sister is looking at this, <laughs> we're going to have to talk about all the canning my mother did. <laughs> I mean, I still got bread and butter pickles in there that were made from what she grew in her garden and canned. And, really? Yeah. And as we got older, she sent them around the world. My mom did the same. My yep. mom did the same. Yep. 100%. Yep. My mom canned everything. Canned soup. She made uh -huh. big pots of soup and canned it every summer. Yep. Didn't have much money, so we, it was cheap eating. So, also, so I know you guys. So we would we would shell peas all the time, and then she would freeze those, and then we do the same thing with greens. So, but the thing is, is once you start eating the vegetable from its natural source, yeah, it has a much better flavor and taste. Not only is it healthier for you, but it tastes much better too. Yes. Than what you can get in the in the grocery store that they that is not necessarily organic. Yeah. So you said there were seven of you all growing up. So yeah. So yeah. what did the chores look like? So you know when we were younger, we had this hobby farm. It wasn't quite as intense, and we were homeschooled. So well, I was. Homeschooled all but two years. I went literally went to an Amish school for two years. So uh, other than that, it was uh, we, you know uh, help weed the garden, help uh, milk. I milked the coach. We had a cow for a while. I milked the cow. Uh, we had ponies most times, horses for a while. Um, but it was it was you know hands on type stuff. So once I got in my teens, though, about thirteen, my parents bought a farm. Okay. National dairy farm where we milk cows, sold the milk, and then I during that time I started also working in other farms, you know, helping with hay. They always and I was a strong boy, 13, 14 years old, and that's to and at that time there was a lot of farmers that were getting older, uh, retired, getting ready to retire. A lot of those farms have been bought up now by big corporations, and they're not there anymore. But at that time there was a lot of a lot of demand for a young man. So yeah, kept me busy. So what's the controversy about milk? It's like, so, right. Yeah, it's like, is it's like, is milk good for you? Now we're getting milk out of nuts and animals. So sure. what's the controversy about milk? And people who want to keep it in their diet, what's yes. a healthy way they can keep it in their diet? And if should we have milk in our diet? I only ask that question because my son is allergic to milk. And okay. I can't drink milk either. So it's like, and I, and I turned out all right. So when people say milk, I say, why do you want that? So what is this controversy? Help us yeah. out with this. Well, so I didn't tell you before, but I actually own a small cheese plant in, in, in that, that supplies our store. So it's all Amish workers, but the okay. drivers, like the guys that haul the milk, um, most of our milk comes from Amish farms and I have very strong opinions on milk. <laughs> so, you know, so, but interestingly enough, I don't drink milk. 
either. I, I, I have, I have asthma that I keep uh, under control naturally. Milk is mucus forming. Um, so it's better for me not to drink it. Do I now and then you drink a glass while I break out? No, but, um, it's, it's better for me to stay away from it. I still eat a lot of cheese. And so milk is a good source of calcium. It's a good source of protein. It's got a lot, a lot of good, uh, properties in it. Everybody's stomach is different. And, and we can't all handle the same, the same proteins. We have intolerances towards different things, different reactions to different things. Right now, in, in, in America, with all the big cities, with all the pollutions, with all the toxins, and we've been hearing about train, all this, all this different stuff, right? Right. Our trigger systems of, of our intolerances are so high. Like, it don't take much to just trigger us off and, and have us react to things. Back 100 years ago, when all these toxins weren't um, you know, affecting us, then you could get away with a lot more stuff like that. You didn't hear about all the milk. That's why I believe you have nut allergies, all these allergies. Everybody's allergic to everything nowadays because, because of that. Um, now, not all milk's the same. Nowadays, the milk that you're buying at the store has been boiled to such an amazing it's killed all the good bacteria and the bad but that's what that, that's their their reason for doing it it's been homogenized so that it doesn't um separate the cream doesn't separate to the top which means it's it's been put through the centrifugal force thing that that's how they do it um and it's also been skimmed and diluted down and then stuff added back into it it's barely even milk okay so the stuff that you buy at the store has very little good quality in it that you just buy at a regular grocery store. If you can buy, like at a, at a Whole Foods where you're buying unhomogenized minimum, this is what I create, this is the, what we create in our, our cheese plant, unhomogenized minimum heat pasteurization. So the minimal legal heat level we heat our milk to. So it's as close to raw milk as possible that we can legally sell. Unless you're in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, they can even buy raw milk there. But in Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin, most of New York, most of the states in the Northeast, you cannot do that. Um, and so, um, yeah, the, 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 then you are gonna wanna just do the minimum heat and, and um, no homogenation. Yeah. Okay. And make sure it's non-GMO and organic. That's right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, what about all the nut milks now? Are they really milk? Is it really milk? So I don't, <laughs> I don't um, have real strong like like it's not milk. It's not actual milk. It's 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 just like oat milk is. You could make oat milk yourself by soaking oatmeal and in in taking the what is that? What would that the, the creamy stuff? It's the milk, right. and they're calling milk. It's not milk. It's just it's just it's the wash of oatmeal, like soaking oatmeal and washing it off nuts. They're grinding it and, and squeezing it and getting all the all the juices out of it. And they're calling it milk. It's not really milk. It's healthy. Oatmeal is healthy for you. I drink a lot of oat milk. That's my go-to milk. I don't like almond milk as much, but that's just a per, uh, personal preference. Um, but it's good. It's good. It's not bad. You know, it's just, once again, like if you have an allergy to nuts, then, then you're going to be just as close to, I mean, you better be drinking a whole cow milk, you know, whole cow milk is good. It's got, it is full of a lot of vitamins, calcium, a lot of good stuff, 
It is a little rough around the stomach. Goat's milk's a little gent um, gentler. That's why some people have the opinion that goat's milk is healthier. It's just gentler on the stomach so your body can absorb it. So how many warehouses do you all have? Um, we have four warehouses. Four warehouses, okay. Yeah. And where are they located? Do they do different things? No, all the same. We ship nationwide out of our Ohio warehouse. We have another, then all our other ones are in spots where we're really, really busy. We used to ship there by mail. We had so many customers in a slow, uh, tight area that we, because we don't have any walk-in stores. We're okay. totally online. Nature's Warehouse is an online store and we do a a killer and another way, um, another way to get some good education. We do a killer magazine. It's free. It has up to 40, it depends on the size, but right around 40 articles on health, alternative health, a lot of the stuff that if we actually printed it online, people would be going after us. We can put it in printed paper because you're got a little bit more, you get away with, with saying more stuff. You can put your opinions a little freer in paper. <laughs> yes, you can. You understand? So so um, the, the our other warehouses are all our own vans out delivering, our own, our own teams. And we go house to house. We deliver milk to houses in these areas. So what's the website people need to visit in order Natureswarehouse.net. Okay. Natureswarehouse.net. Super easy. Nature's Warehouse. Go online, Google Nature's Warehouse. And if you go down to the bottom, you can sign up for the Living Healthy Catalog. And the website even mentions that uh, you have people that uh, who man phones so that people have questions, they can get answers. We have, I have 20 girls on the phones. Okay. And from seven till seven. You can call in, you can, you can, instead of going to the doctor, you can call us. We'll probably tell you to go to the doctor, but we might hear you out first. Um, <laughs> you know, we, people do, we have a lot of customers are super into alternative health. They don't like the doctors. They don't, they don't, um, and I shouldn't say they don't like the doctors. They like, they have strong opinions on health. Okay. So okay. they call us up and say, my daughter has a urinary tract infection. Last time I went to the doctor, they put her on antibiotics. Her stomach, did it. we hear this whole thing. What do you suggest? And we have to say, we're not doctors. We cannot suggest. But we can tell you what a lot of other people are doing. They've been taking, drinking cranberry juice. They've been taking this natural four-herb infection formula. We're getting a lot of good feedback. It seems to be working. It's your call. That's how we walk. And then we make sure they've got their catalog, which is probably going to, that magazine, which is probably going to have articles on that circling through and, and help to learn themselves what products they need for their body. That's what our goal is, is that our customers are uh, become their own doctors. In fact, our number one book that made us who we were, we did with a, a um, she was a midwife slash herbalist and that was the name of the book, Be Your Own Doctor. And that was the base of our, you know, launch 25 years ago. Wow, what was it? Oh, Be Your Own Doctor? Be That's Your Own Doctor. Sandra Ellis, she's, her, her nub is Dr. Mom. But they call her Dr. Mom. She had, she had, uh, she's still alive. She still teaches our our um, call center, does regular trainings in our call center and, and writes for us in our catalog. But she had, I think, a, I, I get confused because she had adopted so many kids and took some, so many other people's kids in. But I think she had 11 of her own on top of being a midwife and, and raising. And she still, every time I see her, she, she's in her maybe close to 70s now. 
And every time I see her, she's still dragging around three to five kids all everywhere she goes because uh, because she just can't. She's just a mom from the inside out, and she formulated a lot of our products. She's a formulator and also an, an educator, just a great great person. Your own doctor. Yeah. What are some of your most popular products? Um, so we have a great product for expecting moms. Our number one product is a supplement for expecting moms. Uh, Mama Bear prenatal. And uh, you don't want to go through pregnancy and um, not give the baby what what it needs to 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 come into this world um, you know healthy and also ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. So that's that's our number one. One of our uh, we have we have a very good greens, actually a couple of really good greens. One is a capsule, one is a, a scoop that you put in, it tastes great, you like some smoothies, or you can just mix it in water. The another big, big seller for us, you mentioned just before we got in here, um, was the the natural column. That's uh one of our top sellers. Trace oh. minerals. Or that that's um that's not trace minerals. We do we do have another one, we just add just magnesium mix from trace minerals that's also very good too. Um, the name, the brand is slipping me on the natural calm, but it's in there. You search natural calm. We got a multiple flavors. And we also have the, the, the gummies. The one I take, I take a tablespoon every night, put it in hot water, let it fizz and add a little cool just so I can get it drinking down and it relaxes me. It helps my chest for my asthma and also relax. Yeah, I can go to sleep that way. That's pretty cool. Uh, so, uh, so those of you who are listening, be sure you go out and check the catalog out and check the website out and give some things some try. Uh, I think it's really nice that you do have a call center to help people make some decisions because it is a bit overwhelming. That's just me. Yeah. Uh, when you walk into the stores, all the, the all the health food stores, and you don't know what it, you don't know what's what, and then you go online and there's as many different opinions about things as there are uh, yeah. options too. So it's great that you have someone that people can ask questions to and and talk about uh, what they should take or maybe consider or even not consider because yeah. everyone shouldn't do everything. So what are some easy steps for people who are listening to this podcast now can start to take uh, so that they can take care of their own health? Mm. As I want everybody out there to be healthy, okay? Spend <laughs> money on vacation, not on doctors. No. I'm not mad at doctors now. Doctors don't come for me, okay? <laughs> but if you had more vacations, you'd have less, less everything else. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The you cannot buy health, right? Can't buy it. You can you can work hard and get money and and buy everything else, but if you don't have your health, what good is it? So. 100%. So what were some of the things that your mother even felt were just some of the fundamental tenet, tenets of health, of good health? Right, right. So my mom says, and my mom's extreme, like I said, she doesn't, I don't even, I don't eat as near as extreme. I, I do normal food very regularly. My mom does not. My mom is not a vegetarian, almost. Like she only eats very, I don't know, like at, at Thanksgiving, she might eat a little turkey or something like that. She's also um, pretty much raw. So raw and green is the best stuff you can eat. If it's raw and it's green, 
<laughs> we probably lost half your listeners right there. Ron Green. But that's honestly the truth. Yeah. I, I like raw. <laughs> Lettuce. The, the greener it is, the more chlorophyll it has in it. Chlorophyll is the closest product ingredient that you can eat to your blood. If it's organic, if it's healthy, it'll actually purify your blood. Your blood is what feeds your whole body. So the greener it is, there you go. It's, it, that means it has more chlorophyll in it. And um, I would like the, the other thing that why my mom is so raw is because when you cook, let's just say you turn, you take cabbage and you fry it, you kill a lot of that, of that, the, the properties of the chlorophyll that feed your blood. Cabbage tastes be be better raw anyway. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Someone support me out there now. <laughs> well, I do like a good cabbage soup in the fall, but yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, cabbage is wonderful raw. Are you yeah, kidding? Cut up some raw cabbage and some raw sweet potatoes, and I'm having a good time. <laughs> for lunch, I had for lunch I had a cabbage spinach salad. I had grilled chicken last night. I chopped up a couple things of chicken on top of that, and then I had a uh, dressing made out of olive oil, lemon juice, some seasoning that we sell. It's called it's a ranch, actually a ranch seasoning. And uh, uh, it's a little bit of balsamic in there. So there you got your greens, you know, some protein. And, uh, of course, lemon's good for you. Lemon is <laughs> cleans your chest and it's very good. So eat as much raw as you can. Add it to, you can have cooked food too, for those of you yeah. who are in shock and awe right now. So, you know, but have as, have as many green things as possible. Yep. And then eat as much raw as you can. So yep. in some cases, that's just maybe adding a little salad to every meal. It can be simple, small steps you take. But every small step you take toward eating better is a giant step toward having better health. Can I add one more thing? Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> Limiting the sugar, processed sugar, white sugar, and flours. Uh, whole, whole breads and those type of things have bran. If you are going to cook, and bread's good, you know, bread is real good. And especially if it's whole grain, it's got a lot of bran. It's got um, it's got a lot of energy in it because of the of the starches. You know, especially for kids and stuff, it's 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 required. But if it's bleached and processed and a lot of process and a lot of sugar, then that's that actually can can um, pull calcium and nutrients out of the body as it passes through the body. So the wholer the food is, the, the more um, value it is. So what about raw sugars and things like that? There seem to be a hit. Is that such a thing? Is it really raw? Yeah. So a lot of our sugar comes from beets and corn, and beets and corn in their natural state are good for you, right? And sugar cane, very little of our sugar comes from sugar cane anymore. We think of sugar cane for sugar, but I, I actually, the sugar cane is good. Sugar cane is full of molasses. That's where molasses comes from. And molasses, you know, from, yeah. from if you grew up in the South, yeah. that is nutrients. That is nutrients. It's good too. <laughs> but there's what they do to, to, to get the sugar like we like it is they 
just keep cutting all the nutrients, all the, the, the molasses that, you know, all, and, and make byproducts that are all these different things. And they get it down till it's just a crystallized white-ish, whitish power, powder. And then they bleach it. And when they bleach it, they wash out all the nutrients. And, and that is what it's bad. If you would actually eat uh, brown sugar, so brown sugar can be, you gotta make sure it's, it's right because a lot of the brown sugars are white sugar that just added some stuff in. But natural brown sugar actually probably has some molasses and minerals in it. That brown in there is minerals. Good for you, especially if it's organic. A lot of well, what about the raw sugar that's sitting on the shelf in the store? Is that good for you? I'm sitting here saying, okay, so now I'm learning sugar has beets in it, and I'm allergic to beets, so no wonder I'm dying over here. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm allergic to everything in the sugar cane plant. Can you believe that? Anything, and even though like I could just a piece of sugar cane is good, good for you, but I can't eat it. I'm very, very happy. Trigger me. Okay. So you know, have- sugar, sugar on the shelf is, 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 is you, you know, the whiter it is, probably not good for you. If it's, if it's, we sell like organic raw cane sugar at, at the warehouse, and that is probably pretty, got a lot of minerals in it. It's, it's not that bad for you. In, you know, in moderation, right? Then, then we're okay with that. There's a lot of alternative sugars coming out nowadays, though. Stevia, my favorite is coconut sugar. You can get it at, it, oh, I love I love coconut sugar. Uh, xylitol, ethritol, uh, th- there's a lot of them. And a, a lot of them aren't giving the side effects because they're just how they're derived. And, and, and also, they're not giving the side effects of, of diabetes and, can't, and, and long-term, you know, long-term ailments that come from some of the more processed sugars. I know some of the doctors now are saying that the processed sugars are also causing high blood pressure too. So it's not just the diabetes or some of the other things. It's yeah. uh, it's akin to high blood pressure. They're beginning to say that salt has been getting the dirty name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, salt, they go back and forth on. I, I think that, you know, we all need salt. If you didn't have salt, you wouldn't be... If, um, you wouldn't want to drink water and you wouldn't want to, to function because you would get sweat and that whole thing. But our processing nowadays, they use so much salt that most of us are getting overdosed on salt. That's why it's bad. Okay. Okay. And we have to remember the custody and the overprocessing. So I guess, but the white, I don't eat white sugar, but I remember when I did and it was like really sweet. But then it's like, you're going to eat for health or harm because you're supposed to eat. Your food is actually your medicine and your medicine should be your food. And your mother knew that long time ago. And we need to get back to that. So, so if you're looking at a normal American's plate, what would we take off? <laughs> what would I take off? Oh, wow. no, guys. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, yeah, uh, there's not much <laughs> normal American plate that's really that good anymore. But we see, you know, I'd like to say that we we are seeing a big sway. Like people are paying attention, and you know, the education's there, and health has declined in a country that should be getting better. Health has declined. It's brought an awareness, 
and people are thinking about it. And, and you know, most people know who are what, what organic and and non-GMO. Maybe not non-GMO. Most people know have an opinion on organic. That wasn't ten years ago. So that's true. You know, we're going in the right direction. It, it, a lot of positive. And so, the, if you start seeing that show up, the, you know, the solid proteins, the salad, that you know, the rolls would probably be the first thing to go. Obviously, the pie, the the, the donuts, those type of things. Um, but the, the, the protein, we do need protein, especially children. And, you know, if you're going to be vegetarian, I have no, nothing against vegetarian. My mom almost is, um, you can't get enough protein on a vegetarian lifestyle, but it takes, it's harder work. It's easier to eat chicken. And some people, if you don't have the money, make sure the kids are getting, and, and don't get those, ch- um, chicken nuggets from McDonald's is and uh, um, I just seen that Buffalo Wild Wings is getting sued because somebody said that their chicken their their chicken wings are no more than a chicken nugget. There's a whole there's a whole court case going on, but they're on to something. There's very little chicken in those things. Your your kids need a whole you know that whole chicken, um, and they need you know chicken breast. You know that breading's not is not protein. Right, and it's fried in a whole lot of grease that you okay. have no idea the history of that grease or uh, when they last changed it, if they did, and if they're frying everything in that same vat, which they are, people, okay? Yeah. Uh, it's everything in that same vat. So if you're like me, unselected for seafood, it's like I can't even have fries over there. <laughs> so be careful. Oh. Yeah, oh. just be careful. Uh, so... What was it like when you had an opportunity to stray away from the healthy diet? <laughs> Everybody strays. Yeah, right. And how long did you stay gone before you came back to your senses? Uh, it, it was a, it was a kind of a. It didn't happen like all of a sudden. I just strayed. You know, I started working. I started working. Got a job. Was eating lunch at McDonald's or something like that, and then got my own place. Now I'm eating dinner and breakfast at McDonald's as I was single. And then I met my wife and we started dating. Of course, we started cooking and, and paying more attention. So, so I started feeling better. Um, but she didn't have any history in health. So our, even when we cooked, it was not real good. It was better, but not real good. And, and that's when I really peaked. And, and then I started making decisive decisions on my health and, and my diet and, and it cleared up actually surprisingly quick. I, I was off all the drugs. So when, when I strayed, um, I, I, I had always had asthma since I was, I had my first attack at nine months old, a baby. And my mom had treated me all those years. Naturally, I did have a, a rescue inhaler, um, but I did not use it very, I didn't have to use it very often. She controlled me by diet supplements, all the things. When I started not paying attention and, and, and I was, you know, in my early twenties, I was, I maybe didn't take care of, like didn't sleep a lot, worked a lot of hours, maybe partied on the weekends, not a healthy lifestyle. Um, then I ended up in the, in the emergency room and, uh, they, they sent me out home with three prescriptions, uh, nasonex singular 
and a buterol. Uh, well, I already was on. A, I already had a buterol, um, Singular, and uh, Simicor. So that I was on for a year until I woke up and said, "Hey, I can. I I know I can control this naturally." And probably it took about seven months to get off all those things and get clean. Okay, so uh, so now you're in your you are still eating healthy. Yeah, that was ten years ago. Okay, and no health problems since then. So we do know that your food is your medicine. Yeah, and I, it's keeping you healthy. I do. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'll I'll get I'll be feeling good, and I'll start getting weak, and I'll start just eating some things that I'm not that I know. You know. And, and next thing I know, I'm getting ready to go to bed. My chest is tight and heavy and, uh, and or my sinuses are plugged up. And I realize, hey, I, I know what it is. And I just got to clean it up. Like, like I, oh, I've been slipping. Be more and, you know, stay my, take my vitamins, take the, do, do the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's sometimes you just slip a little bit. So, yeah. uh, so do you have kids now? I do. And how are they adapting to how are they adapting to the diet? So my wife wasn't raised like me, and I'm a lot easier going than my mom. So was like like with my kids, we were brought up very strict, and 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 I have no regrets because it made it me who it was. But it was it was it was a childhood, you know. We lived a you I we were we grew up in a different era, right? Right. Right. So, so my kids don't um, eat as extreme as I do, but it's funny. They, they, um, they listen and they know like the, we, the candies we keep in the house. And, and when they do get candy or something like that, it's like one, you're getting one, you know, when we do that game. Uh, and the, like, I already see them making decisions and choose their now 11, no, 12 and 14. And, you know, making choices on their health and stuff like that. Um, I still can't get them to eat salad, but hopefully someday. <laughs> yeah, I was a little strict with my kids, so they ate healthy too. But, you know, I had a lot of allergies and I didn't want to trigger anything with them. And then they stayed um, and stayed on the path. So Did they? Yeah, they stayed on the path and, uh, <clears throat> and my uh, son's son my grandson oh wow he will he's he will even call you on your food he'll he says really is that even healthy for you to eat yes really how he's, old is he he's six he will call <laughs> you on your food right wow so, yeah only there's only one pass and that's chocolate so okay. i'm trying to uh, orientate him toward uh darker chocolates so uh it's like He's okay about 75%, but that 85%, that's not happening to him yet. So, so yeah, so it's it's really funny to see how kids react to that. They do. They do. They pay attention. Yeah. On Sunday, I said to my son, uh, what did you do with all your Easter candy? He said, I gave it to my cousin. I said, really? He's like, yeah. I, you know, I know we don't really eat that much anyhow. And it, so he told me he's been getting it. You know right. what I mean? Like, and, and that's that's what you hope for i i guess i don't want if i can help it i don't want my kids to go through that spell where they they have to like i want it to be a lifestyle mm -hmm. of a you see what i'm saying that's what i'm going for why well, i haven't been quite as strict um 
but I, you know, I don't know what the future brings. Well, whether they'll walk the course and every day I hope and pray they do. <laughs> well, they will. We generally come back to where we uh, start from. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. For those listening, do you have any particular advice you'd like to share with the audience? Um, well, I, I always like to spend a little time. I think we actually talked about a lot of the, a lot of it already. You do, by the way, you, Asked some really great questions. Very pointed, and I, I uh, very much enjoyed this. Um, the th- I have the three steps. By the way, Twitter. I'm very active on Twitter. If any of your followers oh. are on the Twitter, um, I I'm constantly firing stuff off. Don't expect to be mad at me politically. Expect it to me to be to be uh, whatever because I I say it the way it is and and. Uh, I, I, and and I change when I do when I when I see something too when I see something new and think this is this is the you know I'm always willing to learn like I'm not but when I see it then I'll say it um, the, the the one thing I if you'll go to my Twitter page you'll see my top three things and what my, most of my conversation is about is the three steps to to controlling your health owning your health being in control of your life I believe that the government controls us way more than I like. I am a very anti-big government, anti-all this stuff, right? It's who I am. And I believe the only way path to freedom, this is crazy, is through our food. Because if you're eating healthy, which we've already talked about, you're not depending on the doctors, you're not depending, and they got you when, they, when, when, when you're depending on doctors. They, you know, what do you do? You know, you need health insurance. You need all these different things. Um, my parents, seven kids, never had, we never had health insurance or, you know, the doctor either. You know, and I'm not saying don't go to the doctor. By all means, go to the doctor. You need to go to the doctor, go to the doctor. But I'm saying that if you're healthy, you don't need to go to the doctor. And, 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 and you are what you eat. I believe our government figured that out a long time ago. And just like we're paying attention to to stay healthy they understand that a sick people is a needy people and, and and we have a whole commerce that's built around that around unhealthy food things are getting passed through legislation right now there's a big bill going on that i'm super worried about out and is there where they're starting to do m on so we have gmos now they're going to put mrna yeah don't even get me started on it. I don't want to, I don't understand it yet, but I know it's not good. I know it's not good, right? I, I, I got an opinion on it and I will be posting. I, if you follow me on Twitter, I'm hitting this regularly. And I actually had a, two, um, a big long meeting today with my team because we have three people that we're pulling information from different places to find out what's going on. So we can set us, make a, make a, a, a it's, it, this is really, really bad and it's really, really deep. And possibly, if they get this legislation through, we're all going to be eating it. If you're just eating stuff, just not paying attention to to what you're eating and, and, and tracking its history. Um, so, the the step step number one is is getting control of your and it's not cheap and it's not easy. It takes work, but your health is worth it. Become free, and and that may mean planting a garden, knowing to, to know where your food comes from, you can't afford it, you know, something else, 
It might, it, it may require you to plant a garden. It may require you to take a Saturday and drive out of the city or go somewhere where there's homesteaders and farmers who have, they're out there trying to produce for you. And there's a lot of them. I spend a lot, a lot of my time talking to them because I try to buy as much possible local farms and stuff like that to, to offer. And um, I, it, it, you, I think the normal person would be amazed how hungry these people are. Like, how do we, how do we find the people in the city that need our wares? So you don't always have to grow it yourself. There's connections, and sometimes if you buy direct, you can save a lot of money. You don't have to buy it through me. I, I love, I have a list actually. I give out to people that have different farmers that are that have products that just want to sell direct because it's it's I like to support the system and uh, but but take control of your health take control of you and and make the right choices study research follow our website if you want you know there's other websites like ours our call center's there to help there there's resources out there to to take control and I do some gardening so I want to tell everybody the food is much much better when you grow it I was. I like red, yellow, green peppers, but once I started growing them myself, I love them. Okay. And the Brussels sprouts are just wonderful. And then all of the herbs, I, you got to try it. They have Mm -hmm. these veg trudge for you all who don't want to lean over onto the ground. You can plant it up high. You got to give it a try. So find something you can grow and and use yourself and that way you'll be able to see what we're saying is actually much better and it's full of all the nutrients too you do have to share a little bit with the animals unless you cover cover them up i discovered because everybody's got to eat <laughs> yeah, i didn't get any peas last year uh, the bunnies got my peas yeah that uh happened to me one year i didn't get any because they all they all got it, but that's okay. I mean, they yeah. got to eat too. So it's like, so now I grow twice as much to lead them some. Right? There you so, go. That's right. So I want to thank you for being here with me today. I want you to remind everyone again of where they can find you and how they can reach you. And for those of you listening, get your pencil and paper now, because you know, this is a teaching session when you, when you come to my show. So where can they find you and how do they reach out to you? Just search Nature's Warehouse. We that's who we are. We're Nature's Warehouse, naturewarehouse.net on online. And we're on all the, the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Well, Twitter, we're under so our public publication is Living Healthy. That's our magazine. We're on Twitter under Living Healthy. And then also I'm on Twitter, just my name, DJ Loudon, because I'm a junior. So it's DJ Loudon on Twitter at DJ Loudon. You can find me there. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, get, get, and on Nature's Warehouse, fill out the box. Somewhere there's it's popping up all over the place. Uh, too much, I tell my team, uh, but it's there. You can fill it out, de- and put your your um, email in there, and we'll start sending you information. We'll start sending you emails. We'll send you, um, and then in, you can request there for the catalog. Okay, and he's right. The you can get the catalog. It is on the website. It's at the on the first page so you don't have to dig through a bunch of pages so be sure to go and sign up for that website so you can get some information and as he mentioned earlier they do have people who man phones so you can ask questions and everything so you can get started on the journey to make sure that your food is your medicine and your medicine is your food so with that 
thank you very much. I'm going to close out today's show as usual. I always remind everyone that may this day offer exactly what you need in each unfolding moment. I want you to be inspired into further notice. I want you to just simply celebrate everything, okay? There's no good or bad. Call it all good and celebrate it. Do not go gently into that good night. Find a heel worth dying for and take it. Be the person that you are waiting for and make today so awesome that yesterday gets jealous and above all else, do it your way. I'm Stephanie Wilson Coleman, the Empowerment Doctor, and it has been a blast. You all have a great evening. Very